See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> that's, the way we roll. that's the way we roll. Hey, this yeah. is Slow Robot at Go-Go. Um, Show 197. One niner seven. Yeah, nice. That's the a niner. lot. That's a lot. My name is Mal. With me, as always, <coughs> Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, and we are here to spread the joy and love and glory of B through Z grade movies. Mm, yeah, like today. Usually Z grade. Today's are, uh, they're into, they were entertaining in, in, in different ways. Yeah, they were. I didn't mind either of them. <coughs> no. They, no. They were, they were, uh, I don't know. Just they are what they are. Yeah, that's the way to say it, I guess. Yeah, they are what uh, they are. Very funny goofball Silly movies. Silly goofball movies. With, yeah, definitely. With one of them's got like everybody that was ever on television. Oh my God, everybody. It was, everybody. It was insane. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go through the list, and you can too. It's like 60s and 80s. I think they 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 um, <clears throat> I think they forgot about the 70s. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, 70s people were like, uh, oh yeah, that's really weird, you know. Yeah. They they were like, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing Archie Bunker or uh, anybody like that. Exactly. Or, Sorry about your luck, dude. 80s and forward. Yeah. And Michael 60s. J. Fox and forward. And uh. And leave and, it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, that's about it. And Gilligan's Island. Oh, man. <laughs> and others. And others. And other lies, too. But, hey, before all of that, tell me, what did you watch this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing? nothing. I, I think I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I keep, I want my energies to stay within our two movies. I don't want to disperse uh, my, you know, B-movie energy, so uh, yeah, I, nothing. Nothing. All right, nothing well. that I can remember. I mean, uh, wait, did I watch something? No, go ahead, because there might be something that I want to oh, talk okay. about. But you go ahead. Yeah. Well, I watched a movie called, uh, well, like not a documentary, I guess, just, I guess a documentary called This Is Cinema, or What Is Cinema, I'm sorry, What Is Cinema. Oh, okay. And um, it was just basically talking about, uh, it was a, a lot of like really um, high-end uh, producers and directors and stuff like that, like talking about what is cinema, you know, Godard and Ford and Coppola and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, and it was interesting, like kind of the examination of, cinema and of films and of movies and what's presented and what's what what it makes up because it even talked about modern age with cell phones and crap like that you know and it was one of those things where i enjoyed it and i and i liked it a lot but then i also was like oh there's a side to serious uh artists (laughs) yeah 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 right that i loathe self-indulgent yeah, like very pretentious, very like, like they all know, and and it's and famously a QT is, is the the shining example of well, he's just like the arrogance super film and like, geek. and yeah, but on the same hand, he he's 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 uh, incendiary. He's uh, he's always um, trying to be like a, a dick. You know what I mean? Like I think almost on purpose. You can almost see it's like he li- he wants to always start controversy and arguments. Well, you, you know why. He did some of the recent controversies. I, I forgot, completely forgot about it because 
I guess a few years ago, like Spike Spike Lee, kind of like got in his face about using dropping the n bomb. So I think he had to go out of his way to oh, be, yeah. you know, politically incorrect. Super incorrect. Yeah, because so, there's uh, always like like that one where he started a fight with somebody because yeah. they were filming him coming out of a shop or something. Oh, like did that. he really? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a total. He, he is he is the prime example of. The, I'm so smart. I'm smarter than everyone in the room. I'm very... Everything I do is such high art. You just... If you don't like it, you, you just can't understand it. Oh, You're that yeah, dumb, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. And there is there is a level of, of when... Like, a lot of the stuff we watch are just people that are normal people. Like us, sure, you know. Sure. Now, whether... If Stickler ever... Uh, Stickler ever got to uh, uh, great heights of fame, would he become a jerk? Probably. But, but if it's never going to happen. But that's what I mean. You know, so a lot of the stuff we watch and like is grounded in reality. It's grounded in, like, I'm a poor guy making a movie because I love making movies. Or I love my this vision of mine, you know. Uh, the real, when they start talking with all that really uber pretentious stuff, you're like, just, you know, you yeah. represent everything that sucks about movies. And about art. And about, you know, the, the constant artist that's the brooding idiot that no one can relate to because they're just a brooding idiot, you know. Because for every one of those guys, there's a B-movie guy that's just as angry and messed up in his movies, but he just didn't have the the can't, the, the, the crew to make his vision yeah. become polished and, you know, sellable or yeah. whatever. So, but long story short, it was a very good Netflix stream uh, called What is Cinema? If you like movies and, and you, like, you enjoy learning about the history of it, yeah, pop it in. It's a, it's a good watch. And then, uh, if then not, just read a book. <laughs> if not, read a book. Well, who does that anymore? And then, uh, then, the, then the second one I watched was called Being Evil. It was a history, uh, two-hour documentary of Evil Knievel. Yeah, oh, of course. Okay. So uh, it was very interesting. Uh, and and I was like, wow, this guy was a real jerk. So okay, but you know, of course, he was very famous. He hit t- to me. He is seventies. Like if you if you took 1970s and you said put give me one photo of the 70s it would be Nixon with the V's throwing up the V's and it would be Elvis Presley and it would be uh, Evil Knievel and then it would be I don't know like what a pet rock and keep on trucking and that, and that would yeah be, <laughs> that's it exactly that's exactly <laughs> you, you put in a blender compass the whole the whole era right there that, that was so succinct <laughs> yeah it right no but I mean he was very like iconic 70s yeah, kind of guy no. I was joking with that all <laughs> stuff obviously <laughs> every every day I and every know. decade has I multiple know. facets no but you put it like in a, you put it really well <laughs> that's there. what you see like that's what kids are shown now like 60s Woodstock <laughs> and a drug down yeah, JP right, doing that that's like, it. and the Beatles and you know and you're like Huh. That, that was, decade it, huh? was pretty short, man. Yeah. And yeah. every year it gets shorter. They just that's keep trimming exactly. the ends of it until it's just. <laughs> that's it exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said that in the sixties. Yeah. Anyway. So that's all. That's all I watched. What, that, you, I now you, remember what I watched, and this right. was this was um. I knew this this was going to be playing on television, but I forgot. Huh? So last Sunday night, I'm flipping around. This is Star Wars. No, no. hell no. <laughs> channel one of these local one of these over the air channels it's uh, antenna tv which you can get on 610 mm. Mm. they're playing the old johnny carson shows the tonight shows from the 60s oh, cool. oh my god they had one on last sunday night it was an hour and a half show rickles michael landon freddie prince carol wayne and you know obviously carson but what was really weird about it was 
It was from 74. It happened during a musician strike, so they had no music. And he was making jokes about it. You know, it was really a strange show, but wow. but it was really strange to see. Like, Rickles, you know, yeah, Michael Landon, but Freddie Prinze is really weird because he, like, killed himself so long that. ago. And he was only, like, 19 when he when he was on this show, but it was just, he was kind of a odd-looking dude, you know what I mean? It was like, huh, okay. And he was very, like, you know, ethnic. He had He was pushing his, like, you know... What's, what catchphrase? Chico mm. and the man. Yeah, was Chico show. and the man. Okay, because I ever, I watched him all the time. I yeah, remember when yeah, I was yeah. a kid. I remember as a kid, I was distraught that he killed himself, and I don't yeah, know why. Sure. I mean, I was he just was a young, little kid, but yeah. who the hell knows? You know? But he was like, he was really pushing the Puerto Rican humor, and he was like, is his catchphrase was, it's not my job, man, or something like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you're really, you're really working that or whatever. Mm. So yeah, it was just, it was, it was very odd to watch it because it was just like, huh. This was this is really weird. What what Pat? I mean, even Rickles' humor was kind of like oh, some yeah. of it wasn't even that funny. I mean, he's funnier in retrospect, but some of the stuff he was doing on this show is like really like forced and like it was almost like he was like psychotic, you know, in his head. He was think he was saying crap and he delivered it funny, but it wasn't really as funny as some of the other things I've heard him say, but it was just, it was good. I, I he mean, would pr- He'd probably have to tone it down so hard to get well, away. Well, even Freddie Prinze with all the Puerto Rican jokes, he probably couldn't get away with it, but they play them on like on, at 11 every night, Like, yeah. but they play the shorter shows. They're kind of fun to watch, you know, yeah, I mean, they went on last right? night with Raquel Welch and uh, uh, who wow, else was Raquel on Welch. And yeah, Raquel Welch, and it was funny because he was like, she goes like, oh, you know, she made some dramatic TV movie or whatever. She goes, she goes yeah, I'm Burning Bed 2, Electric Something Bugaloo. like that. Yeah, no, she was dying of something. <laughs> she goes like, well, yeah, you know, I want to do serious work now. I want to, you know, I, I kind of want to get away as far from 1 million BC as I can. And Johnny Carson goes, you know, I just watched that the other day on TV, and she's great. And you can see her go like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then some other guy comes on. He goes, yeah, you know, I just wa- I watched that 100 million BC the other day, too. And she's like sitting there going like, I'm never going to be taken as a serious actress, but thank like, God oh. I made this movie. It was so great. <laughs> like, and oh, thank no, God my I career is ruined. That's what she was thinking. Thank about God I wore that bikini, you know. Like, you know, all the guys are thanking her for it, so, you know. <laughs> she was great. She still is great, but it was kind of funny, you know. But, yeah, yeah, check it out if you can get That's it. That's interesting, on yeah. TV. yeah, it's on 11 weekdays. Boy, talk about a slice of uh, Americana or pop culture, you oh, know, because yeah. he, he, he was really popular for a long time he was you know? great man yeah. he's like he, he that dude was like the king man yeah, he was he invented he was an inventor he was a creator you know i mean he didn't create the talk show but he sure as hell perfected the way it's done yeah the know? formatting so, you know yeah jay leno really young weird. jay leno was on last night oh, it's really oh. weird that's it's really weird that you said about the music strike i was like music yeah strike. 70 there was a writer's strike too back uh, then too. i remember that so i guess he came up with his own just with the musicians were on strike so there was like no band. It was very That's odd. So odd. Like I, you wouldn't even. How does a music strike happen? The musicians' there's, union. Yeah, but there's a million bands doing a million things. You they're, know? they're professional musicians. You know, member of the whatever. You know, wow. I'm pretty sure it was a strike because they didn't weren't there. It has to be a strike. So you know. Crazy. Who I don't know. know. I didn't. Well, you know, look it up out there. Yeah, look it up out there. 1974. That was that show. But, yeah. Read a book. Give a hoot. Read a yeah, book. Read a book. <laughs> Give a hoot. Don't pollute. <laughs> Alright, we're going to go to a trailer, and then when we come, for trailers, and then when we come back, movies du jour. Two of them. Two of them, craziness. Alright, we'll be right back. This place is an untapped resource. I mean, check it out. These vocal jazz girls are hot. 
It's so scary, we dare you to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party, the first movie ever filmed in horror vision, Hollywood's latest miracle. You'll scream as fiendish movie monsters actually become alive, then crash right out of the screen, go into the audience, and carry screaming girls from their seats right back into the picture to become part of the movie. We warn you, horror vision is not 3D. The movie monsters become real flesh and blood. Be sure to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party in horror vision and color. Welcome to the house of Madame Kitty, the most exclusive house of pleasure in Berlin. Around you, you see the most famous people in Nazi Germany. Everybody who is anybody is here tonight. And there are Madame Kitty's girls. They're beautiful. And they will do anything you want. Anything. But I will tell you a secret that none of the men here know. You must keep your mouth shut. Because all the girls work for the Gestapo. They will report everything you say to them. So later maybe the Gestapo will blackmail you. Or even shoot you for what you said. But don't worry. You're here at Madame Kitty's to have fun. So enjoy yourself. The night is young. Trans-American Films presents Madame Kitty, starring Helmut Berger and Ingrid Tulin. A true story. Rated X. This sort of thing ain't my bank, baby. Paramount Pictures presents... A duel. Scream show. Scream number one. Frankenstein and the monster from hell. See the eeriest transplant in the history of horror. His brain came from a genius. His body from a killer. His soul came from hell. It's the newest and most frightening Frankenstein ever filmed. Scream number two. Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. The only man alive, feared by the walking dead. Born the night creatures and the blood Captain Kronos is here. Frankenstein and the monster from hell. Plus, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, all shot. In color, both rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. Now scream! Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? All right, yeah, that thing. Frankenstein and the Monsters from Hell. I saw that as a, at a midnight movie in the 70s. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a double feature with that and Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. Yeah, that's what the other, that's what both yeah, of those I are on there. Yeah, I saw that double feature. It was a midnight nice. show at the Village Theater in Hialeah in 1976. Yowza! Good old 1970, the bicentennial year. Yeah, I have a, I have a patch on my uh, patch jacket from when I was a kid. I went to see the Freedom Train. Oh, nice. 1976, okay. uh, the, the Freedom Train was making its tour, and you'd go on this little, you'd get on the, uh, like, this train, and uh-huh. each each boxcar had, like, revolutionary stuff or oh, things about wow. our history. And, oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and I, for some reason, my parents put the, had, my mom had sewed a patch on, like, this little hoodie I had when I was a kid. Nice. And uh, we took all the patches off that, and I put them on my, like, this big, crazy, like, biker jacket kind of thing. <laughs> so it has, like, all kinds of goofy stuff, and then it has, like, a French fry, the, the McDonald's French fry guy from uh, oh, when yeah, I was a yeah, kid, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. Freedom Train patches on there. So there's patches. You got to bring it out from one tr- day. Oh, it's crazy. It weighs like 40 pounds. Nice. It's it's a denim jacket. It's a Pulp Fiction denim jacket, and it's just 
like the back of it is the big evil can evil number one, like the Harley Davidson one and everything like that. You it's put it crazy. on eBay, man. You probably make a million dollars. It's crazy because it has all the stuff. I got them from Japan and and uh, Korea and like, everywhere I've been, you know. And I've oh, been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. You know, speaking of Japan, did you did you like check out that movie that I sent you that you? No, I, I I uh. You know who's in it, right? No, is it Gogo? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's Go-Go's in. in it, yeah. She's in a lot of stuff. She's in like a daytime TV a lot of times. But this movie is like. Totally weirdo. Weird fetishist. I right. know they, they Japan does a lot of really ultra weird stuff, yeah. and I yeah. yeah. I don't have that fetish. I saved it. Um, it's like a uh, hair uh, fetish. In yeah, I, I saved it to, to watch to click on it, but I, I mean I kind of looked at it. I was like, yeah, I know right where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what what's our first movie? I, I I don't like movies about pe- people's hair growing out of weird places. <laughs> I think that's what this movie. Anyway, it's called Hair Extension. What's our first movie? I don't know. Let's do Return of the Ape Man. Sure, of course. Not Revenge of the Ape Man, as I was saying before. It's Return of the Ape Man because there was a movie called The Ape Man uh-huh. that was with Bella. But we, this did, one is the this one is the rare one. Did we do the re- no the Ape Man? What was the one where it was almost the same set? We watched no, we watched it for this show. Uh, it was like because there was somebody strapped down and there was like the goofball assistant. Maybe Lon Chaney was the assistant. Dragon vs. Frankenstein? I don't know. Maybe it was that one. Because the set was almost the same. It was almost the exact same set and everything, yeah. you know. And I don't was like, remember. Okay. All right. Well. I'm, sure the, I'm sure that set was using a million. Yeah, probably. This was from Monogram Picture, who was like the cheapest of the cheap from the 40s. So <laughs> yeah, <coughs> they were used a lot. Yeah, of we're it. delving back to the 40s. Yeah, now. we went. I decided to go... 40s, just because it's a short movie and it's got cool people. Yeah, I'd never seen um, John Carradine looking young. You've never seen young John Carradine? Because uh, even yeah. in those, like, hobo ones from the 50s and 60s, he, yeah, looked, of wrath he looked really old. You know what I mean? Like, I never saw him not yeah. really old, you know? Yeah. This is <laughs> one of those, like, freaking cheapo movies that killed Bella's career kind of sort of you know yeah, he just wasn't point. getting any good roles anymore so he, he had just to take a smack whatever, head, so yeah. he just took whatever he took right? I don't know if it was as much of a smack head. I think it was his like accent that held him back from yeah, a little bit. <coughs> doing other movies or whatever but yeah this is like just like, just like Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. they were both held back by their accent he did a lot more he made a lot more. <laughs> Did he? He wasn't. Didn't he make a lot of? He made a lot of movies. You watched them all, didn't you? Uh, I thought you were talking about Bella. I was like, I don't know if he made more. Bella made more than Van Damme, but he, uh, he, he probably ma- did. I think he did. They probably were like neck and, and neck if racing. If you include radio shows, because all these guys did radio mm. shows too, which was like the original television. Yeah, you remember so that? Did a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people gathered around the radio, and uh, only the shadow knows. Yeah, right. Oh. You know, the edge of you know, you know edge you know, of the night. Yeah, some of those were radio shows, those soap operas. But anyway, we're digressing way beyond digression. Yeah, we are. Anyway, this is from 44, and it starts Bella and Carradine. And, and they claim that George Zuko is in this movie, but I didn't see him in the movie. George <laughs> Zuko was another horror guy from that era who ended up like in a loony band, apparently, because he got mentally ill or something. I don't know what the whole story is. I didn't read really? it. Yeah, but he was hmm. one of the he was one of those horror guys from the forties and stuff. He's pretty famous, but um, he's in it like he was supposed to be the ape man, but he got sick. So I guess there's some footage of him in like four seconds that I blinked and I missed. So <laughs> it's mostly a, a, an, an actor called Frank Moran, who I guess he was a stunt man or something mm. like that, who plays 
the ape man. And he looks like an ape man. So he does. He's, he's a thick he, little dude. You yeah, know. he jumps. He can do the jumping up and down or whatever. Yeah, so this bending is your, bars. And this is your typical... <laughs> like, when you bend the bars. This is your typical mad scientist deal or whatever. It's like... What was it? In the beginning, it's like... They have the, they have the, of course, they have the newspaper that has to tell you. Yeah, like, well, right off the bat, I was like, oh, 59 minutes. That's a tight little movie. Yeah, yeah. It's and good. I watched it. Then there was a the newspaper. I was like, okay. Then we go to that stock footage. I was like, stock footage in a newspaper ga- gimmick in a 50-minute yeah, movie? Yeah, you know? yeah, they're really hurting, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It was literally like 19 minutes of content. And the rest of it was just kind of wandering around and stuff. You're like, wow. Yeah, you would think with a 59-minute with a movie there wouldn't be any padding in it, but there was. <laughs> like, no padding. Like, you know, you're stripping down to a hot rod at that but they, point. But right? they, they were able to get some in there. You know, they were able to pad it a little bit where you go, oh, this came boring. Oh, okay, here we go. And here's a song. You know, the guy starts singing yeah. that piano song. I was like, wow, okay. That's so, crazy. like, they're like two scientists, and they're working on, like, uh, you know, uh, uh bringing back people from frozen, you know, uh, suspended animation or whatever. So the the beginning of it, you see the missing, you know, a bum. Jo- jo- Joey the Tramp or something. Joey like the that. Tramp. And I was like, who'd know that? How would you know that? that was it was the most famous tramp. And <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, they had Joey in suspended animation, and Bella's like, I will bring him back, you know, and he oh, does, yeah. you know. And it's all the, and they're hitting all the... the Ghoulish eye looks and the, yeah, the raising yeah. eyebrows and stuff yeah. like that. Like he is just, that crap. He just cheese balls it up no matter what he's doing. You know, he's like he's perfect. Like just uh, this cast. You and know? Bella's like the main guy, and uh, Charity's like his assistant. And Bella's like they bring him back, and the Joey the Tramp's like, hey, boy, I must have slept for a long time. You know, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah, they go, oh yes, and they. They go, here's five dollars, you know. Go have it go eat. Go eat, you know. Yeah, I'm kinda hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go eat. Yeah, I'll be back, you know, yeah, sure. So then I guess what Bella gets a bright idea, hey, what if we could bring back, you know, somebody from like, you know, the Neanderthal man or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? And because he, he he froze the guy and they say, Oh, he was frozen for what, four months? Oh, yeah, a few months. Okay, yeah, yeah four months. And then uh and then he's like, Oh, okay, see I can do this to anybody. So let's just go to the Arctic and dig up a dead guy. And you're like, wait, that's a pretty big leap, don't you think? <laughs> but whatever. Like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> hey, yeah. whatever. Stock footage of ice, stock footage of a dog sled or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, then like, you get, and then you get the big old photo <laughs> background. And there's Bella and Carradine. And, <laughs> and, two, and two extras just chiseling away like they're Eskimos. Like chiseling away ice picks looking for a dead guy. <laughs> looking for a dead guy. Hey, good luck, you guys. I even think they say, well, the chances, one in a million or whatever, you know, that... And then, but then they said, did they set off explosions? I think they set off some explosions. Or yeah, and like all the ice was falling. And then they, it was the standard like that that footage of that that uh, avalanche. the avalanche of the uh, of the ice falling into the ocean. It's like there's a there's a very famous like edge of a glacier that just keep, continues to kind of fall away. And they have footage of that, and they're standing there, and they're like, "Look!" And then <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, come on, man, you're killing me!" You know. And then they're like, "Oh, we found something now, one in a million. Hey, right? look, at, look at that! It's a, it's the Neanderthal man. Let's bring him back." Yeah, it's just, like, and then okay. they like pretty much turn on lucky. A, turn on a heater, and Bella takes out one of those old style uh, propane torches. Up, oh, he's melted. Here he is. Here you're he like, is. It's not doing much. Well, let me give him some of my super duper. Yeah. Scary. On the same night as they come back on the same night as a welcome home party, like yeah, for uh, but they skip that because they're too busy thawing out an ice cube. And you're like, oh. yeah. So they give them the shot and they bring back, you know, like you know the 
Fred Flintstone Jr. there or whatever. And of course yeah. he's like, rawr, rawr, you know, it's like all bearded and hairy. And they're like, they, they, he's like strong. He's like knocks Carradine over and he's getting in. Then of course... The, I think a strong wind would knock Carradine over yeah, though. Yeah, it was kind of thin. He, yeah. Then of course Bell decides to get fired. <laughs> fire bad, you know. I know, you're like, what? <laughs> Straight out of Frankenstein. So he like, you know, gets him and he scares him into going into the to the cell they got like of course the being the mad scientist you have to have like a prison cell a in prison the cell and then they also had like a, a freezer with a window that you could look in that you could just dial it down and it, it like super freezes people that's how that was part of the gig too and so, yeah, oh go ahead no no no, no. so then then, then like Bella oh goes, well, we better go to the party you're like yeah yeah we got we got a party <laughs> to go to upstairs you know so it's like okay let's have some fun or whatever and then you get to meet everybody, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. And then Bella gets the idea that, I think before they go to the party, I think Bella had the idea that, hey, what if we can get, like, you know, a, a normal, a, a, more, a modern man's brain and kind of yeah. mix it with the, you know. Yeah, with, now here his whole theory is. Yeah, now, go ahead, go ahead, I forgot. So basically, he went to, a, 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 you know, whatever, Antarctica, and found a dead guy. Just that one thing alone would pretty much be an accomplishment of sure. your lifetime. Then he brought it back and thought it out and reanimated it. Okay, yeah, that's not enough for Bella. That's not enough. Then he's staying there at the same time, and he goes, "Hmm, he probably just can't talk because his brain isn't isn't uh, developed enough. I'm gonna get somebody take that portion of the brain that can talk and put it into his head, that's and right. he can tell us all about twenty thousand years ago." And I was like. Uh, wait. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of really that's big a, leap. A big, of, a, of that's a slippery slope. He's like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Can you calm down a second? He's feeling it. He's feeling like confident. He's feeling maybe like, he yeah. just needs to thought a little more, and he can talk. Maybe you just teach, teach him the alphabet, and he'll talk. Nope, we don't got time for that crap. We're cutting a, a, a person's body open, taking his brain portion of it, not the whole thing. Just, just the, the talking part, part. Just the talky part of your brain. Yeah, Because everyone knows where that is. Yeah. And then and then they're going to just shove it up his nose, and then boom, it's done. You know, yeah, and you're that's like, it. That's the like, plan. And I'm like, wow. This, uh, you're something, Bella. That, that, is, that is a lot of leaps. And yeah, Bella's, Bella's like, you know, he's confident. He he's doesn't like, have time for any of that bullshit of, like, waiting around. Yeah, and, he's pretty, you know. pretty intense about it. <laughs> and, uh, he's going for the gusto. <laughs> Breakfast of champions there or whatever. So, <laughs> while the party's going on, He's like talking to one of the 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 fiance of one of the of the girl and yeah, of a, a, a John Carradine's daughter, daughter, his fiance, who's a upstanding dapper young fellow, you know. So he's got while they're talking, he's like, "Oh, can I get you a drink?" <laughs> and so you know, oh yeah, here it comes, you know. So of course he has like rupees. You know, he has like the <laughs> the rupees, yeah. So he slips it in there, and it's like the dude like passes out, and he's like. He, like, grabs him, drags him down there or whatever. He's, like, getting ready to work on him or whatever. And then, like, Carradine, like, finds him. Hey, where's, you know, Johnny or whatever the hell his name was. So he's like, goes downstairs and he sees Bella. And Bella's like, oh, I have my, you know, I have my subject He goes up behind him and puts a gun to his back and says. And Bella's like, he goes, yeah, right. He goes to Bella, you can't do this. What do you mean? You can't stop me. And he's like, I'll kill you. He's like, wow. Back then, everybody carried a gun, you know. Even at parties, they carried guns, you know. It was just like a big old gun, It was a better time for America, you know. It was a simpler time. It was a better time, you know. The 40s, where he just carried around a revolver for Everybody wore a suit with a gun in it, you know, and, but. James Bond would be proud. So he's like, you, know, you, you stop that crap. 
or I'll kill you. Bella's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever you say, you know. So, <laughs> you know, he he lets the guy, you know, he he lets the guy go or whatever, you know. And then like, you know, they're at the which you knew it was gonna like from the very beginning. You knew Bella was gonna turn on Carradine to take his brain. Yeah, like you just knew it. Like there was a very contentious. Bella thought he was greater than everyone and smarter than everyone, which I guess if you're going to be taking pieces of brain out, maybe you are. But anyway, so he didn't really like Carradine to begin with. They just worked with each other. Right, right. Or, or maybe Carradine didn't like him. Yeah, well, because also Carradine's wife was always constantly like, as soon as he hooked up with this jerk, things went bad because he's a horrible human. Like, the wife was constantly saying, he's a horrible guy, and, and I wish John Carradine would never have anything to do with it. He's going to end up hanging himself in a closet in Taiwan. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah right there. <laughs> Boom! I think that was the, another one. That was, a, that was a different guardian. Sorry. It was like, anyway. It wasn't Taiwan either. What was it? Um, it was somewhere in the in Hong Kong. Sorry, moving like on. That. So, anyway, he, he after they bring the guy back, uh, Carradine comes down again and Bella unleashes, you know, Caveman on him. And Caveman, like, you know, you know, knocks him out or kills him or whatever, and then Bella's got his, you know, his subject. Oh, I can use you now, you know. So he like does the deal on the guy and disposes of uh, Carradine or whatever. Well, no, but wait, remember he? No, he. What he does was he. Uh, it becomes like a Roadrunner cartoon. He he sets down like this metal thing. He's reading about like oh, if you use radio frequencies. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Through he a metal into the metal. That's yeah, right. So, yeah. so he's like. He's like free bird seed. So that so then John Carradine comes on, he's like, Oh, I like bird seed and then like the Acme anvil That's falls right, on his right. head I and he turns, about that. he's yeah. like, See you lack vision, blah and he turns on the thing and then he's like, Oh, I can't move now. Oh, and not then, the caveman knocked. No, no, no. Oh, the cave, the, the caveman goes uh, bonkers a little bit later. But oh, okay. this is where he uses like that that ruse to get him. That's I'm like, right, wow. That machine. Uh, he used it on the caveman first to control him, <laughs> and then he did it to Carradine because he gets them all. You know, he he freezes them up. Yeah, and then he they freezes him. He takes his brain out, and they don't show any of this because you know. Yeah, it's only like. 1940s and it's a 59 minute movie exactly there's no budget or time to show you getting an operation on a brain <clears throat> yeah so caveman now flash forward just now caveman has his brain in him he's like oh hi so caveman's got the the talking part of the brain yeah and bella's trying to get him to talk and he can't do that much you know what i mean he's kind of like a he's just he's just he just came out of like 50,000 years of sleep so he's a little rusty and they don't know? bother giving him a drink or food like, no, uh, like they should be like, hey, hey, here's a sandwich, you know, whatever, something. So, so, so Bella leaves him, and and he gets out of the cage, and he ends up escaping or whatever, and then he goes out. And he's just walking on the town. Immediately kills a woman, or or no, grabs a, a woman. Grabs a woman. Yeah, yeah of course, treats, you know, like, got to get a woman immediately. Like, wow, you and Martians. Fifty thousand years, dude. Cavemen and Martians. All they're looking for is Earth women. Yeah. Which I hear are easy, apparently. <laughs> According to that one movie, Jim Carrey. Jeff Gold, Jim Carrey and Jeff Goldblum. So anyway, he goes after some woman, and she's like, does her usual scream, and the cop oh. comes and gets him, and he kills the cop, and then Bella just walks over there and goes, I told you to come, not to do that, you stupid so caveman. fire, and then fire pushes him right back in. He's like, oh, okay, Brings sorry. him back in there, whatever. So then you see the newspaper again, policeman killed the... Uh, is hairy a monstrous maniac. brute. Yeah, a yeah, monstrous brute like, or whatever. Okay, so you're like, okay, so we got the the news thing again, you know. So like he's he's like Bella's got him in there and he's like I'm trying to work with him and you know, he escapes again, you bends know, the bars. Bends the bars like Superman and then he he goes back to his old, you know, to his house or whatever because he's Cause now he has that kid's brain, that guy's brain, Carradine's brain, so he knows some things. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. He, not like a lot. He he's a mixture. He's a conflicted monster. 
half yeah, Carity yeah. knows where he is because he goes in there and he starts playing that favorite song on the piano. Yeah, because everybody's like worried. Where's John Carradine? Yeah, well, he, Where's was, Dad? He, he was supposed to be at a ballet or something. We were going to a recital or something like that. And he's like, where is he? Who knows? It's crazy. So then he goes into and he starts playing like the, you know, the whatever. His favorite. Oh, that's his favorite song. Everybody downstairs. Must, oh, must be, be him. Up there. Yeah. Must be him, you know. And then he, I forgot if this is the time, I forgot if this is the time when he like, he just leaves, I think, right? Doesn't hurt anybody this time, right? Yeah, he just, he well, he leaves. This is odd. Like, he leaves, and then everyone's like, oh, that's weird. Then they go out looking for him. They go out him. looking for him, and then he comes back in, yeah. like, immediately, and then, like, hits the wife. Now, yeah. Does he kill her, or he just hurts her? I'm not her. sure if he kills her, but he's a little too, you know, he's not gentle. Yeah, he's, like, rough. He's, like, choking her. And you're like, well, wait, did, was there some animosity in your w- marriage that Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. She was a bitch. But then, uh, then he left... Through this lattice that apparently is like a, it's a ladder with some vines on it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but now it's like now this is like the last couple minutes because the cops are there and. But he 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 goes back and he grabs the daughter, so he's got oh, the daughter. That's right, because he's carrying her around. You're like he's got the daughter. And then the cops and the boyfriend are there looking for him or whatever, and they go back to the house and they see Bella there, and they Bella's like tells him you know because he got knocked out by the caveman before he escaped, and yeah. he tells him. Like, oh, yes, he's, you know, running around and blah, 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 whatever. So then there's a big chase and, you know, the whole nine yards. And then finally he brings her, he goes into a stage place yes. once and they have, like, you know, there's, like, some stagehand guy there. And then they go back to the house and then they have the big, you know, finale or whatever, you know, and they yeah. kill him. And, and they, well, he, he goes downstairs with the with the girl and puts her in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he's flipping out monster style and he lights it on fire. Cause, like a monster's gonna, you know. Yeah. And then the cops are there, and 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 uh, at this point, the boyfriend's still with him, but the Bella's dead. He, cause he, in his dying breath, he's like, oh my, uh, something. He says some last line. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so the cops go there, and the and then they're locked out. So they're shooting constantly at this lock. Then they get in. That's right. No, they won't go in because it's smoky. Then the the boyfriend's like, I'll go save her, Penelope. And he puts this thing on his face, and he runs That's down, right, yeah. and he's dead because it's burning. And she, she, and at this point, because she was in the room, so she, she she's in the room. She was getting frozen. Did you see there was no door in this room? And also, she's totally normal, but he he picks her up and carries her too, even though she's just standing there. Like yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. the forties. I said people were really strong in the forties. People they carried, carried women around uh, yeah, always. Of course, upper body strength in the forties must was have intense. been massive. Well, it was after the it was during the war, so everybody was pumping iron. Yeah, and pumping stuff. iron and carrying women. So yeah. he, so this. So then he runs up and then like kind of like the end. It literally is just like, oh, thanks for saving me. The end. Yeah. You're like, uh. a monogram picture with a gorilla because there was no real ape <laughs> man oh, in it. There was just so crazy. They had the gorilla at the end. And they, oh, it's that was the ape man there or whatever. It was a funny movie. It was funny. You it know, was fun to watch. It, it, it was really fun. It was so short. You're you like, know, yeah, who cares? You know, it was, you know, it was the, my main. What what I got mostly from this movie was that like you know this isn't that far removed from an Ed Wood movie. No. It's not that far no. removed. It's a, it's it's not as it's it's a little more like maybe maybe a little more money was spent on it, but not much more than Plan Nine bucks. or Bride of the yeah. Monster or I anything mean, like, like that. I mean, like honestly, if that at the end, if you had knew nothing about this and you're watching, you're like, man, this is crazy. If you had it said directed by Ed Wood, would you would you have gone? <gasps> no, yeah, it, you know, you'd been like, yeah, it's about right. Yeah, it's about Ed Wood style. <laughs> I mean, it was better, but because it was eh. framed. Yeah, that's the only difference. Is slightly it was framed a little bit better. Yeah. And 
there was slight character development. A little bit. Better acting, That's, maybe. Not yeah. as not as fruity acting or whatever. Oh. But, it, but you know. Some of the Ed Wood stuff is wow. Yeah. What, like, at that level, you're almost like... Now, I'm not bashing him, but I'm almost like, what are you even thinking? Like, th- th- you're not even getting, like, the semblance of a movie at this point. And some of it, you're like, holy shit. Well, he was the first, like, you know... What I know hack. I, or, or just, well, no, not hacking. I, I, I was going to say, he's the first, like, you know, what do they call it, guerrilla filmmakers that Joe gets over the camera. Yeah. Indie guys and makes his own movies. And he's like, hey, look, I know I'm not great, but here's the movie. Sell yeah. it. Because back then, yeah. it was the poster and the promotion that sold the movie. I mean, even with Corman, it was the yeah. poster. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that that sold the movie. You went and saw the movie, and you go like, that was a monster? Wow, it looks so much nicer, but okay. You know. <laughs> On television, they were a lot better. <laughs> you, you win again. On television, they were a lot better. You yeah. Know. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, this isn't a far removed, but it was an enjoyable movie. It was fun, hokey, 40s, and it was oh, like yeah. 59 minutes. So. If it would have been in the 50s or 60s, I don't think I would have given it as much leeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. stuff from 30s and 40s. They, they, you get a not, I don't want to say infancy, but they, they were the inventors. They of were this really, stuff. yeah. Some of the stuff they were figuring out on the fly. It wasn't yeah. like already ready-made, you know. They and, were the inventors, so they were like, "Look, this is what we're doing." You know, if you if you see that made and you can't top it, then you know maybe you got. Yeah. But again, then again, Ed Wood added his own little. They added flavor to it. Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I wasn't being like uh, trying to be derogatory, but it was you know it is what it is kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, right. This one was fun, um, Bella. Is, did you, everyone yeah, know, everyone Bella, knows the man, story. You know, yeah. Bella's Bella. He he was always the same. Well, no, when he was Igor, he was a little bit different. He could act, but yeah, this was his typical Bella mad scientist. Ed Wood took this this character and you know just like, ran into the ran ground. With it, yeah, and bri- especially in Bride of the Monster. But yeah, roll is, around with his octopus. Yeah, this is great stuff, man. So. Yeah. All right. Well, what are you gonna give it? I'll give it a six. Yeah, I was gonna say seven, but six is better. Six, six point five. I'm gonna go. Uh, so it's about the same range. It's worth watching. Enjoyable, funny. If you have an hour, put it on and you know yeah, I- iron for work the next day. Or do your ironing or, or have a beer or two, whatever. All right, here's some more trailers, and we come back. It's on to. Th- I don't even know what this is. This is a movie that is like it? this is like. <laughs> TV's Porkies or TV TV's version of, 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 of Animal House or something, something wow. like that. Man, yeah. this is out of control. We'll be right back. You know, Goldmember, I do think that something one dude should say to another dude. Yeah, a little creepy. Of all the billions of planets in space, only one is off limits to man. Forbidden World. Touch down on Forbidden World, where explorers discover an unimaginable horror. Part alien, part human, all nightmare. It lives on Forbidden World, and next it's coming for you. <laughs> Forbidden World, a science fiction shocker. Rated R, the 17 not admitted without parent. Everybody be cool. You be cool. Jerry Gross presents an unabridged version of Grimm's Fairy Tales for Adults, starring Snow White, starring Sleeping Beauty, starring Cinderella. Who was Cinderella seeing when she met the prince? What was Snow White really doing with those seven little men? Grimm's Fairy Tales for Adults, everything mommy never told you. Night Night, from Cinemation Industries. Rated X, under 17, not admitted. She's looking for the inexperienced and she's ready to teach him, to show him the many ways to truly appreciate a woman. The Lonely Woman, 
Don't miss Gina Lola Brigida, one of the movie's great and sensual superstars, as she returns to the screen to tease you, please you, and shock you as the lonely woman in color rated R for adults from Independent International. They built in a fail-safe device. Which is what? For your lifespan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Uh, now, and now it's that dead silence. Like when you have to, we're in the middle of a conversation. I accidentally hit the record button. And then we're like, oh, okay, well, we'll stop. And then when we come back, every time we do that, it's like dead air because now we don't like, oh, what should I say or pick up? But well, yes, that well, was, you know what I read in the trivia of this movie. Now, I don't know what role he was going to play. Maybe uh-huh. the Crispin Glover role, but they were thinking of getting Joel Hodgkins to be in this movie. Really? He, was, he was up for the probably, probably the Crispin Glover wow. role because they seemed like they were both kind of very, like out yeah, there very, you know, uh, kind of characters. That character whatever. made me laugh a lot. The Crispin Glover nerd guy. Yeah, uh, he was funny. Um, and that other, that one dopey guy who was total space cadet. Oh, uh, yeah, that dude. I don't even know what his um, name is. I don't know what his name is either. He, they tried to make him a star, and it didn't work. No. Uh, but I've seen him in numerous things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he was... A, he was wasn't he the other Encino man opposite uh, Polly Shore in that? I never saw the movie. I, I never know. saw it either, but I think he's that guy. No. But, um, you know, he was like total spacehead, you know, t- like this... Oh, uh, if, if you guys didn't know what we were talking yeah, about... Yeah, what are we talking about? The movie called High School USA from 1983. High School USA. Now, this is... Uh, I don't even know what made me... Well, we were picking another movie, and I said, dude, I watched some of this other movie. Maybe we shouldn't do it. And uh, what, said, why, what was the... Ro- I was going to pick... Um, what? Guess what we... Guess what, what we, we learned, learned in it, school today. It, it just seemed like some 70s, like... I don't know. It was, ball. No, it wasn't ball. It just didn't It just didn't ring right. Didn't work. Uh-huh. It seemed like it was trying to be relevant and hip and stupid and, I don't know, obnoxious. Uh-huh. For the ten minutes that I watched, I was like, nah, it's okay. When you said when you said I don't remember, I th- I took it as a my chance to change the movie or whatever. So I go, let's just change uh, the movie. Right, whatever. If you don't remember, then it's not that important to you. And then they're well, not. I just and I'm really I'd glad be, that we we did this <laughs> other one. I'm very flippant when I pick my movies. I yeah. just if I, if it's something I've never saw before, I just go, yeah, who the hell cares, you know? Yeah, I'm glad you picked this one because I didn't realize how many people that you know are oh in this movie. Oh my god! See, that's I I saw this one in the sidebar when I was downloading something else. Like uh, so, a lot of times we grab our movies off YouTube. We just have to. It, it's practical for us to each be able to watch one of these movies for our show every week. I can't go out and buy 150 DVDs. You could, but I don't. I can't. But you won't. So anyway, so I I I saw this on the side on the side, and I clicked it a little bit. And the whole the first thing I skipped to to, to watch is this, this like this guy trying to be like a super cool preppy, and I was like, this is just terrible. You know who well, that is? Anthony Edwards. Who is that? Anthony Edwards was like in Fast Time as Ridgemont High. He was one of Spicoli's buddies or oh, whatever. Okay. And he ended up being on television on like some doctor shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's still on TV. He's a, he's a big deal. Except really? like, he ain't got no more hair on top of his head. But you well, know. And, and so like. And I was like, well, this is just exaggerated nonsense. And well, I was like, well, then, of course. So I just downloaded it. I was like, well, then, of course, I'm going to do this Well, you movie. know what this is? Around that time, Porky's, Preppies, Meatballs, all these, like, They kids, were hitting. They, hitting. They, they were hitting big. big. But the thing about them was they were all TNA movies and over-the-top, you know, insane. So kids want to see it, but they can't. So they Because back then they were a little bit also a little bit more strict with people getting in to see you stuff. You could, but, but it wasn't that easy, yeah. you know. So... 
somebody on television said, hey, I got an idea. Let's make one of these movies for television. Every kid that wants to watch Meatballs is going to stay tuned and watch High School USA. Exactly. And they probably did. It probably did good. But I, I mean, don't remember of this. That, that, that was the other thing. Um, I was like, usually with stuff like this, you remember it. Because someone in your school, we are 12, 13, 14, whatever, someone saw it. Some, we'd, there would be a buzz about it. So when I didn't remember it in the in the least, I'm like, this is weird. But I mean, I, it had it. it had I may have, have seen it because uh, of the people that were in it. I mean, okay, you got you got God. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. You got like Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox was the cool, the king cool guy. Family ties. You got Family Nancy ties. McKeon from uh, Facts of Life. Joe from Facts of Life. You got Willis. And the girl yeah, from uh, Will, Gim- Todd Bridges from, uh, from uh, Gim- uh, another stroke, uh, different strokes. Different strokes. Oh yeah, yeah, the blonde. You, you got Wally Lumpy and Eddie uh, Haskell from Leave It to Beaver. You have Marianne from and Gilligan. And Gilligan from the from, from Gilligan's, the Island. Gilligan's Island. That's the thing. At you got every you got the you, what? Hmm. there's even more. You oh. got the girl from you got Angela Cartwright from Lost in Space. Oh yeah. You got Dwayne Hickman from Dobie Gillis and oh there's a, there's a, you got Crispin Glover of course you know weird. Yeah, see that name. Crispin Glover who played. Well, I think was in Family Ties also. Was he? He might have been a so he might have been a recurring character in Family huh, Ties. I didn't know that. Like because that that's one thing that happened when when this came on. It, like you see Michael J. Fox and you're like okay. For those of you who don't know, when he was younger, he was kind of like goofy, funny, t- teen kid guy yeah, who could yeah. be like your everyday guy, kind of. He wasn't yeah. too cool for school. So then then next to him in the same grade is Crispin Glover, who played his dad in the Back to the Future yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Now, in those movies, movie magic and makeup made him look quite a bit older. Sure. Not old guy, but older. Sure. So when you see them next to each other and they're the same age, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. He looked very young and funny. They might not be exactly the same age, but you know what I'm saying. Wasn't that much and, older. And you start to realize, you're like, oh my God, this guy pulled off that dad role. And then you see him being a teenage kid. It's uh, it, I My respect for him gained three sizes that day. It, you know, like I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. This guy really is a good actor, you know. There, there was some movie magic done on him in Back to the Future, oh, yeah, but yeah. you know the thing was when I saw Back to the Future, I knew who he was already, so I knew he was a kid. But I was like, oh, that's not bad, you know. I mean, he he, he doesn't look like a kid. He looks like an older guy, so he was probably not a right. teenager. And the anymore. dad and the dad age, the dad scenes are slight compared to the fifties when yeah. he was supposed to be the same age. So it did. The movie made up for a lot of that too, you know. And Michael J. Um, Fox just plays the same character he did in Family Ties. I mean, yeah, in, in, just, in yeah. Family Ties, yeah, he's just like the, you know, the little hyper, short guy, hyper short guy, you know, confident, doesn't know what he know. wants to do in life, kind of a floater. The the funny and so this is a TV movie, yeah. that it in the in the in the love and affection of those crazy movies, the meatballs and stuff like that. And then you also have this like, like I said, the, like. Like at every turn, there is someone else. You're like, oh my god, they have that guy. Oh my god, they have that girl. Yeah, yeah. And you just they they really I don't know how they got this cast together. Yeah, Crystal Bernard from Wings, and you know, do you know what it is? Is that they were all? I give you an, I'll give you one reason why they got a lot of the people because I think check a paycheck. No, but besides a paycheck, <laughs> I think a lot of them were NBC shows. Oh yeah. So I think Michael J. Fox was NBC. I think F- um, Facts of Life and and Different Strokes might have been NBC. Because Dana also. Plato was in it too. Yeah, that's what I said. Dana Plato, yeah, okay. yeah the bad girl, yeah, you know, who ended up like Dead. dying. <laughs> yeah. 
But you know, now is Todd Bridges dead or no? No, I don't know. But the other one is Gary Coleman. Is, yeah. Yeah. Those those guys were all NBC. So Nancy McKeon was, you know, it's everyone. Yeah. So that's where how they got them. And then the old people, you know, the older sitcom guys. Well, they were just looking for a job. You know, I mean, who cares? I mean, you hadn't yeah. seen like I've, you hadn't seen like you Leave know it to Tony guys. Dow or. Ken Osmond or Frank Blank for years, you know, yeah. and Gilligan and Marianne. I think they were doing some of those, like, Return to Gilligan's Island movies or whatever, Boy, but... Bob Denver looked bad. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Denver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, old pothead Bob Denver or whatever, but, uh, yeah, you, you remember that where he got busted for, like... Oh, yeah, no, he was like a... mailing pot to people. Dude, him and, uh, him and Woody Harrelson Harrelson are, like, the pot advocates of the world, yeah, like... Uh, were. I, I think he, like... He took all his Gilligan's Island money and reinvested it into bales of weed. And then, of know? course, I, I know where you, you probably shed a tear when they uh, when they wrecked a beautiful 1979 or 81 yeah. gold trans. Oh, yeah, that movie. was nice. That was a nice one, too. But... Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, the T-tops. I rode in one of those things. My friend had the Burt Reynolds black yeah. with, the, with the eagle on the... Yeah, those things were those The things fire were chicken. Those things were sharp, man. That, well, that's... Not to parlay. There's not a whole lot to talk about, but so... When you talked about that that uh, the the Burt Reynolds car that you know the the Trans Am, I had this discussion with Wampa dude this week sometime because mm. one of the pictures that of his friend's chiropractor I don't well there was a there was a DeLorean, and I said yeah. you know that's kind of one From of the back pro- of the future that's one of the problems, it, you know I do like the '79 Trans Ams a lot I love those cars, um, heck I even like DeLoreans a little bit, I couldn't take the day in and day out. Uh, Burt Reynolds jokes, or where's your flux capacitor jokes, or like if you had one of those and drove it, like if I bought a a Trans Am and I drove it, the constant Burt Reynolds and the yeah, and the constant bandit. the Bandit and stuff, you'd be like, I can't take it anymore. Like you couldn't take it. I, I, it would break me every time you go to wow, some dumbass. Yeah. Go to the go to Publix to pick up some milk. Oh, where's your flux capacitor? I'd be like, I'm done. We're done here. I quit. Yeah. You win, world. You know, I just yeah, couldn't do it. I know? just, I, I would do it just so I could get people to to, to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Introvert versus extrovert. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. You know. <laughs> like, I hate humanity. You love humanity. I don't like them that much, but I wanted to talk to me. Like, you know, hey, nice car. Oh, thanks. You want to ride in it, honey? No. Oh, all right. So this is one of those things where, like, anytime you would mimic a. Because uh, that was one of the things. There's a there's a thing called a Saturn Sky, uh-huh. which was a, a little convertible that Saturn tried to put out right before they failed. <laughs> the look of those Saturn Skies. I want to buy like six of them and recreate the fleet from Death Race 2000 because <laughs> they're perfect. It's a modern like... thing of the. It's a perfect modern example of those little kit cars. They would make the Death Race perfectly. Like it would be very simple to make that transition. So if, if you hit the lotto, the 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 Powerball, I'm getting seven skies tomorrow. Right. <laughs> reshoot yeah. it. We'll just reshoot. I'll get Mary Warren off here. We'll just reshoot. Yeah, the whole you can get Mary Warren. You can't get Carradine, but um, <laughs> they did do a remake, by the way, of it or or a re-image. Image. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was probably dog. I crap. had the first one. It was all right. Yeah. So at any rate, so yeah, anyway, so. this movie is just basically preppies. What the hell are we talking about even? Oh, yeah, we're yeah. doing car talk. <laughs> you can, high school. This movie just into car talk. It's just preppies versus nerds. Yeah, slobs versus snobs. The yeah, whole. Anthony Edwards runs the school, and you know he's like he owns the teachers. He's like he bribes them like with some vacation, so they do anything that he has so or whatever. Weird. 
And then it's like Michael J. Fox is kind of like not the nerd, not that he was in the be in between guy. Tweener, guys, yeah, he's. But he's falling for like a Mancy McKeon, who's like Anthony Edwards' girlfriend. But even though he like treats her like crap, but we don't even know why he's the girlfriend. She's the she's the girlfriend because like you know he he's the owns the school, so he he elevated her from like nobody to like you no, know. No, I know, but like they never said, oh, it wasn't like a bet, or they didn't do it because no. of, like. I don't know. You just don't know. It's such a weird thing because in in this world, you also I really forgot like the perception of what was like uh, power or or yeah. prestige. It was before yuppies were officially yuppies. But it was preppies though. So it was preppies. They were trying. They just hadn't hit their stride with the cocaine and the portable phones well, yet. Still in high school. So yeah, but he did have a portable phone in his car. Oh, that's right, he did. He did. So because she's like, "Where are you calling me from?" My car. Yeah. She's like, "Huh, all right." But it was this. It was very. It was a weird time where the seventies were still a hangover, and the yuppies hadn't taken over yet. The Reaganites. They were, they were, they were getting. They were getting to the Reaganites, but they were they still were, finding they were their way. On the yeah. door. They yeah. were just almost. They had. They had like a foot almost in. Yeah. So but yeah. So then you got like you know basically it's like. Michael J. Fox likes her. The, the uh, Anthony Edwards gets wants to you know screw over Michael J. Fox for so he yeah. be, he like screws him over. He like gets him beat up in a football game. He's like you know he's constantly browbeating him. And then you got yeah. all the other nerds that are like you know just this is movie is full of the corniest jokes you'll oh like. Oh my god, ever. And they crack me up because they're so corny. They couldn't get away with them now, but back then it was like... <laughs> Todd Bridges is building a robot. Todd Bridges is building a robot. And he's you the know only, it's amazing. He's, he's, he's the brainiac yeah. of the school and the only black kid, it seems like, you know. Yep, yep. And then you got like uh, Crystal Bernard's like pissed off that like uh, Kathy McKeon's like Anthony Edwards' girlfriend, so she's trying to like get her screwed over or whatever. She she rats him out when they're on the anytime like, they're on the anytime they're on in, in the carnival because you know Anthony Edwards treats Anthony McKean like crap. He's with his buddies or whatever, yeah. you know. So Malcolm J. Fox looks to get in, and she's like, "Oh look, they're riding the the you know the, the Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel or whatever." And it was kind of cool seeing like an old school carnival because yeah. I remember going to those in the fun oh, yeah. house. I remember going to those all the time. I live in a small town. When the carnival came to town, everyone went to the carnival. In, in my school, when I went to Catholic school, the carnival was in the was in the field, so the carnival was right there. They would sell you tickets for it, so you'd oh, be yeah. at school. And you look out the window, you'd see some weird carnies running around or whatever. <laughs> you know, so I was like, oh yeah, that's what I want to be. But uh, anyway, yeah, so they had the carnival. So that's the whole deal, and it's like. You know, it gets to the point where it's like Michael J. Fox can't take it anymore because of all the browbeating and the fact that he can't get Nancy McKeon. And he, like, makes him look stupid. Like, like he, he he sets him up with some, like, what was it, like a steak in the, oh, yeah, no, in the yeah. backpack. Because there's this, like, there's this one teacher who's a blind German <laughs> ex-Nazi. Yeah, the teacher's a blind nerd. That's not an exaggeration. That's what the teacher is. A blind German ex-German ex-Nazi. So after know? Michael J. Fox, like, hits on Nancy McKee the second time, he goes, okay, I got an idea. So they get a steak from, um, they get a steak from Marianne, who's, like, working in the cafeteria or whatever, you know. And, and she's always, like, she's pretending to be some shit kicker. Some southern So she's down. always, like, oh, Oh, my family made this. This is possum pop tarts or whatever. Or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. And you know, everything was like this weird jokey like thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. was saving this steak for the principal, but if it's for if it's for the top preppy guy, because he owns the whole school, he owns everyone. Because all the teachers so, are kissing his ass because he's going to give the ten thousand dollar grant, ten thousand dollar grant or whatever. Which is look, yeah. t- just whatever. Like this guy, it's it's beyond a caricature. 
It's be like yeah, his, oh, yeah, his yeah, level yeah. of pompous preppy is beyond. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he's the king of the universe. You know, like he owns everything everyone sees. It's it's such a weird, and no one challenges him. He's the king, man. Yeah. So he's, he takes the stake and puts it in uh, Michael J. Fox's book bag. He's Trump. Yeah, yeah, he's, oh, oh, he's Trump, man. <laughs> so, so, so then this 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 Nazi seeing-eyed German Shepherd, like, takes off and chases him because it has a stake in his backpack. Yeah, and he like knocks over people. He does all this stuff. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then, and then, the, the, Total the, shenanigans. The Nazi teacher's like, "Come back, shot, see his dog," and he's like on the ground. And then Michael J. Fox. <laughs> The dogs are like, gonna eat them, and they stay. They stay were able to stop them, and like everybody's going like, "Oh, why'd you do that, Michael J. Fox?" He goes, "I didn't do that. So this is a setup." And like yeah. she's mad at him. Why'd you do that to your poor Nazi teacher or whatever? And you're like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah just just the the harumphitude is so like, he's, wait, he's what? Like, okay, I he guess. gets detention from Wally, who's you know who's the who's the headmaster, the understanding, who's the, who's the principal, principal of the yeah. teacher, and he's like, "Look, I know that you didn't do this, but I'm gonna have to give you detention." Because yeah, anyway, he like he likes. Michael he likes him, yeah. He, he tells him, "You gotta, you gotta stick with it, man. You can't be like, you know, yeah. like, you can't do everything half-assed. You gotta go with it, or what?" He gives him a little pep talk, or whatever. He's gotta do more, like, or whatever. And now here's attention, which was kind yeah, of funny. That made me laugh because that's what they would do, you here's know. Here's attention. So then Michael Fagan says, "I know what I'm gonna do. My, you know, I, I know that Crispin Glover's dad's got a, a, a smoking, uh, yeah, smoking. Gilligan uh, has a freaking uh, seventy or an eighty-one, seven, yeah, uh, Trans, Am. Uh, Trans Am. It's a badass ride because he's trying to race me, you know, because he's like he's like Gilligan's like you know having like his uh, you know 40, midlife crisis, midlife crisis or whatever. So I'm gonna get that car from the nerd because uh, Bob Dendra is the father of you know Crispin Glover the nerd or whatever. So he goes. I'm gonna get that car, and I'm gonna I'm gonna race Anthony Edwards for like a grand. I'm gonna make him look bad. Thousand so dollars, yeah. And this is gonna be this is gonna break him. So he sets him up right in front of everybody. And he yep. goes, "I'll race you, man, for a thousand bucks," you know. And he goes, "Like, okay, fine." You know, he has next a little, week he has a really nice uh, a Porsche 911 Targa, fast car. It, yeah, that, that yeah. would be very formidable. Um, yeah, sure. It is now even. And, and one of the funny things is, is when you're listening to us talk, you're gonna notice. It sounds like we're just mushing and flying around. No, this and stuff. is what it. This is a pointless, plotless movie. Yeah. There is th- th- what we're saying is the semblance of a plot. Yes, it is. It is one of those just kind of like scene it's by just, scene, yeah, laugh, jokes. joke around. Just there's no. Yeah, it's there's like, no real reason for yeah, it being. It's just funny. It's a funny comedy, total mindless, just great. And then and then and then like somebody finds out. I think somebody finds out that. Um, Michael J. Fox. The two nerds what, are in the arcade. Once they get the car, yeah, right. They're in the arcade, and uh, Michael J. Fox is talking to Crispin Glover, saying, "Look, I need that car. You got to give it to me." And he's like, "No, I don't know. My dad's out of town." But okay, uh, okay. And then, so then, um, somebody over here, like a it. young Reagan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, so then the two henchmen of the... Of well, that's the, what he the, wasn't family ties. Remember, he was yeah. playing the you know young conservative guy. Yeah. So. Um, when when they get done with this conversation, saying okay, you can take the car. That's what you use to race him. Because they find out that the dad was gone. Yeah, the dad's the gone, and and then the, where the keys are. So then the two henchmen from the top preppy, they turn around going, uh huh. So then the top preppy hires the two 
uh, Reaganite no, 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 girls no, no, that no, like no, him. No, yeah, no. The one girl volunteers. He finds out. She oh, finds yeah, out yeah. about it. She volunteers because she wants to move in right. on Nancy. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She wants. She's like a real like you know. Oh, I want him. He's the man. Crystal Bernard. I want him. So she goes. Look, what? We'll, we'll, he, he goes. Well, you're gonna have to do something really horrible. <laughs> she goes. What do you mean? Like eat like dog poop or whatever? No, like, worse, worse than that. You're gonna have to like take these two idiots out and like, like you know date them or whatever yeah. date them so they end up getting dressed like punks at a roller rink or whatever they get the girls dressed up like punk girls remember yeah they oh yeah, yeah. they're at a roller rink and then they're like oh okay that's weird and he goes hey you know you guys gotta want to want to go out to the point and they're like yeah exactly well we don't have cars we don't no. have bus yeah hold on a sec Okay, so yeah, so, so the girls talk them into getting the dad's car to go out to the. Oh yeah, and these are the worst punk costumes I've ever seen. Yeah, one of them was like you know so and so Drano or something. The other one's like you know they got these stupid punk names. Skank McJerk. Yeah, right, or whatever, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get them into the car and they're like you know trying to put the moves on them and they get them to crash. Yeah, they're like oh I can drive great unless I get distracted so she starts kissing this guy and then they crash and they, this thing is an epic crash you know yeah oh yeah the car's like total it's total they get it back to the place so then now michael j fox is like oh my god i don't have a car to race this guy and that was the whole plan the whole point of this whole thing and, uh, and, then, and then the dad shows up and he goes hey by the way i'm i'm back and they're going like oh no what are we gonna do michael j fox goes okay Let's just go. Okay, we'll be, we'll go get you at the at the you airport. Know, at the airport. So they go to the airport. This is so and they, funny. And they're sitting down with Bob Denver, and like they go, hey, by the way, you know your son's like on the quarterback of the football team. He's like my son. He's like yeah, so that this calls for celebration because he's already been drinking. Yeah right right. And then so they get him so drunk he's passed out. This was really actually funny. This yeah, made this me laugh a lot. Yeah yeah. So yeah. The, the 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 four kids, Michael J. Fox and them. And the, carry the dad they put the car against the tree in the front yard and they all climb in and put him in the yeah, in the right. driver's seat yeah, right. so he thinks he's cry- he crashed the car instead of the kids it was epic that was actually good because he was like what happened oh my car and he was like oh we're all right don't worry and then they just like leave <laughs> that was a good so, one that was great but now the <laughs> conundrum is the girl doesn't like uh the the girl doesn't like Michael J. Fox anymore because of that stunt he pulled, which is, yeah, yeah. Eh, but whatever. Well, he was, which he, and he didn't really pull it. it yeah, he didn't really pull it because the, the bad guy did. And this race is coming up. So now they're like, well, we'll all, ch-. this is the whole uh, Braveheart speech where yeah, all the yeah. nerds have to come together to defeat the evil jerk. Meatballs. Meatballs, yeah. So they do. So he they pull the car into this, this thing and they're like, oh. His he, car. Yeah, his car. Michael J. Fox's old beater car. Which did you see? It was two different cars. But oh anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, they pulled right. in like this old uh, uh, BMW, but it wasn't a BMW that he was driving. So anyway, it doesn't matter. It, if it, what, the thing that made me actually belly laugh, they're like, "Yeah, my friend said we can use this thing as long as we take care of the of the of the, the garage." The garage. Yeah, yeah. And somebody pulls in there like, "We're closed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Like, because they're like not even taking care of anything, you know. Yeah, there was one guy that was like married with kids and he was, I don't know if he was still in high school. I don't know what his deal was. No, no, he was the, oh no, he wasn't the shop teacher. I don't know what he was. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't the shop teacher, now. So now they're like, and then they take the goofball, the, 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 the very, uh, space cadet guy, he goes and steals a bus. Well, Todd Bridges goes like, Todd Bridges, the brainiac gets involved in it. Yeah. And he's going to soup up the car. So they, they decide they want to get like a bus engine in it. Which, so the guy, the, 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 so the, the nerd hijacks a bus. And he's still picking up passengers. <laughs> and then the, the one scene cracked me up when Michael J. Fox is in there talking to everybody else and the bus just breaks in through yeah, the wall. Like, 
<laughs> Where is that guy anyway? He comes through the wall. I think he just got here. And then he opens the door, and all these passengers are getting off. Including Angela Cartwright, the janitor. She, she, oh, I hope you guys went here. I'll do a cheer for you. I'm going like, oh, this is Oh, yeah, because we forgot this whole... Sp- there's, there's yeah, a there's the whole... There's the, yeah, with Dwayne Hickman and Angela Cartwright, where he's like, he wants to... She, they're in love, but he really wants to win the money, so he doesn't want to like be seen. He doesn't want to upset the 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 king the preppy. preppy guy, and and they don't like foreigners. And she's Greek, and he's Italian, or yeah, some, or vice versa. Like it doesn't matter. So he like is hiding. And you're like, that doesn't make sense either. But whatever, so I he, guess. But he's, you know. but he's also like. He wants to go out there, but he doesn't want to see him with her because he doesn't want them to, like, you know... I don't know what his... He was just being... He was convoluted. He was, really was a convoluted weirdo or whatever. So he's putting her, like, down or whatever, even though she likes him. So that she's, like, does his cheer or whatever. And so then Todd Bridges does the car, and then he goes, well, look... And they had to take apart the robot to shield the yeah, heat. Yeah, because the, the motor, he goes, if, if this engine's in the car, it may burn it. It's so big. So we have to do something... To keep yeah. it from burning. And Todd Bridges had figured out to make the robot burn. To go to Mars. To go to Mars. And he put some, did something to it so it wouldn't burn. So he goes like, well, there's something you can do, you know. So they take apart the robot make the, for the heat shield. Now the car is done. Now it's race day. This is like the end of the end, you know. Super cool guy is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then he shows up. And he's like, he's not going to show up. And everybody and, from the school's there. Everybody's there. So then he shows up with his monster machine. And then Todd Bridges is like, now, if you ever think you're losing the race, push the red button. The it's nitro. like some super nitro race thing, yeah. And uh, and the race goes about what you'd think, you know. Like, like five minutes. Five minutes. He's trying to... The guy's winning kind of, but not really. Then he's trying to cheat by bumping him. Because, like, you know, bad guy. Cheating at golf. Uh, so then... Uh, <laughs> Trump. <laughs> so then... Uh, so then finally he pushes the red button, beats him, the car wins, and then uh, you know, then he, he gets the girl. He gets the girl, the guy's humiliated, kind of yeah. like the end, you know. And then Anthony Edwards is humiliated, you know. And then Dwayne Hickman goes, you know, I'm oh, sorry no, that, the end, yeah. I'm sorry that, like, you know, I did that to you. I was a jerk, you know. I was just yeah. doing it for, the, I was ignoring you for the money I shouldn't have. And, oh, okay, you yeah. know, everybody's happy and yeah, the cause, world ends. Oh, because we didn't forget the, uh, uh, at one point, um, Joe from Facts of Life, I forget what her name is. Uh, Nancy McKeon. Nancy McKeon breaks up with the jerk because he's sitting there like, just think, you know, before you met me, you were nobodies, and the, I'm the king, and these are all these peasants. Oh, are and, just oh, and there. at the end, when he wins the money, he invites everybody, gives everybody yep. tuxes to go to the prom or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's what they won the thousand dollars. He gets it from the the rich guy. Then Michael J. Fox just all the nerds go and celebrate. And his car's busted from the from the thing. Yeah. So he's hitchhiking to the prom, and Tony Dow picks him up, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, you're cool, man." You know. Well, one one interesting thing was at the end when he, when everybody when he's coming out, everybody's like, "Yeah, uh, is like going to be the big man?" He goes, "Hey, look, we don't need any more big men on campus or whatever. Said, I'm just a regular guy." Yeah, it was kind of neat. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this was, you know. It was boobless, of course. It's a TV movie. Yeah, it's TV. Um, but there were people acting like boobs in this movie. Yeah. Plenty it, of them. It was, um, it, it, it had its charms. It was yeah. funny. I laughed quite a bit, even though sometimes it was laughing at it, sometimes it was laughing with exactly it. Exactly right. It was very stupid. Exactly right. Very, yeah. everyone was just a character that's so over the top, you're like, that's not real. But it, it, it was a fun time capsule of a movie. Of it was. era of, of, oh, of actors, yeah. of like, yeah, it was fun. And if you want to see a corporate viewpoint of kids from the early '80s, sure, here it is. Sure. This is what, this is what people in corporate America thought of the kids coming up today. You know, just total idiots. You know, 
Uh, I had a lot of fun with yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't too long. No, I mean, it wasn't an hour, but it, yeah, it was st- standard comedy, 90 TV, minutes in and out. Yeah. TV sitcom humor. I didn't know. know this was a TV movie until I saw the first fade out, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. where a commercial break is. This is a TV movie. Like Just from reading, since seeing all the people and the director and the writer, I said, oh, this is TV. Had I wasn't 100% sure, but I said, yeah. And then when I did sell no bad words or boobs, I go, yeah, this is obviously yep. TV. Exactly. And it was fun. I gave it a seven. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, so yeah, it's a very fun movie. Just it's go on, on YouTube. Just go check and it check out. it out. It's nice copy. On High YouTube. School USA. Yeah, that it was a very nice copy. Yeah, it was good. Somebody um, ripped a nice copy. Somebody, okay, it was out on DVD, so they probably ripped a DVD, but it was yeah. good. Sometimes you get the stuff off the off the internet. It's like woof. It was nice to see a lot of these actors like before you know they well obviously before some of them passed away, but you know they weren't they were like in their middle age you know they still looked yeah. okay. And they were, yeah. Denver was a little you know. Ragged looking, but everybody else is like, you know, funny. Yeah. Eddie Haskell looked the same. Tony Dow was kind of, eh, it was fun to see these guys. It was. It was really fun. It was a funny movie, and a lot of times you're like, oh, I remember that person, or oh, I remember them, you know. Yeah, you'll do a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I never thought of Nancy McKean as a sex. I never thought of her as like that sexy, but she's pretty, and she was on Facts of Life, which was a big show at the time. See, Facts of Life, I did, I see, I thought. Even though they played her up as the bit, bu- the butch uh, Tom yeah, girl yeah. stuff, I thought she looked pretty there. She's but then with this super feathery look, I was like, uh, I, I, it, she never to me never hit as like a real sex symbol. No, which, no, but she was. She but was she was a, a good actress. You she know? was like a girl next door. Type yeah, she's whatever. still doing it now. She's still she's, act- still, is, she's yeah. still an actress. Yeah, she's so. cool. All right, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with more B movie shenanigans. Yes. Like always. Next right. next week, what my movie. The South will rise again. That's all I have to say. Oh, man. Look out. You like to hear a song? There was a mushroom. Sad little mushroom. There was a meadow. Ready to cry. There was a sparrow. Gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high, and the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh, laugh, laugh. And the Lord, he said, I created for you a world of joy from out of the blue. And all that is left to complete the joy Just the laugh of a girl and boy Yeah, 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 yeah And there was a garden Beautiful garden Held in the arms Of a world without joy And then there was laughter Wonderful laughter For he created girl and a boy and the lord said oh laugh children laugh the lord said laugh children laugh the lord said laugh